something that I would ever write. But I grabbed this pen and paper and wrote this song tonight. Your pussy makes me whistle. All right, so I'm just gonna start this one off because it was it, it already it kicked off my morning in probably one of the one of the greatest ways. Uh, and I know we don't do video here, but we do have audio. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm gonna play some of the stuff that you showed me this morning, which I thought was exceptionally <laughs> funny. We'll give a we'll give a props to the guy who did it. Yeah. The guy the thing that you showed me I had never seen before was a guy named Tony Baker. And what is he at Tony Baker comedy? That's right on at, on Instagram. That's right, and it's hilarious because and before I sh- you know play the clip or whatever, what I find so what I found so hilarious, which I think resonated with me and same with Ryan and anybody else who probably watches, is the guy's found his niche, yeah. and it and it is looking at these like viral videos or or fail videos or whatever it is, and you know showing them respect in a way that you typically wouldn't see um <laughs> meaning like well good you go good for you that kind of thing right well at the same time kind of you know do, doing a little voiceover work right oh in uh, commentary right <laughs> so the one you showed me this morning which which got me was this uh as we all know fail videos on the internet are h- hilarious but hilarious uh, the some of the worst are the are the you know the the fails where you've got instagram or facebook social media kind kind of stars who are or think they're stars and they just they're doing anything that they can to get the best possible photo right and the one that he's got is a of of a woman who has decided to go out uh onto a bluff onto a rock surrounded by water surrounded by the waves of the ocean so she can get that perfect instagram photo meanwhile she's in a wedding-esque white dress yeah yeah. Just looking, you know, stellar. Right. So take take our description in, in the way that we saw it. <laughs> um, and now kind of imply the, the whole idea is it's a fail video of a woman who's sitting on a rock. She's trying to get a photo taken. And a rogue wave comes out of nowhere and just slams her right off the rock <laughs> and out of frame. So they just have this thing on a loop. And this guy, this guy and his buddy just keep commenting on it. But... Hearing me say it or Ryan try and describe it doesn't really do it justice. No justice at all. So I'm gonna, without further ado, try and bring that bring that up here. Play that funky music, my boy. Everybody, Chris Wagner <laughs> here. How he starts it. Dubs. Sorry, Welcome we started the in the middle. Annual romantic pose going wrong. Oh, you goddamn right, Chris. And the day we got Cindy sucker for love, Patterson versus the ocean, man. Let's get it started. That's right, buddy, man. You can feel the romantic energy bursting forth from Cindy, man. She's sitting there like the Little Mermaid come to life in her little white dress, man. The romance is on. Yeah, the romance is on. But so is that goddamn ocean, Kurt Patrick. God <laughs> Almighty, buddy, that wave came in like it had a score. Man, that wave came in and wrapped Cindy up like a goddamn linebacker, man. Came in hot like it got 
cheated on in high school and didn't want no piece of this romance on this rock. Well, Cindy got washed away like sins in the confession booth. Cindy got off the rock like a crackhead in rehab. Buddy, I hope they don't play bridge over troubled water at the reception. Ocean gave her a piece of the rock like Prudential. Ladies, next time you want to get your romantic pose on, make sure the water is tranquil God out damn here. Damn right, the ocean could care less about romance. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it never gets old. I can't. I can't express enough. The, the commentary on that is absolutely stellar, bar none. Some of the greatest commentary that I've ever seen. Yeah, and I mean, the guy has has done several of these Hundreds. things. Um, and for whatever reason, my uh, my little feed here is not refreshing. But but you get the idea. Check this guy out because it's 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 really funny. But it, it's to me. Uh, it's kind of a symbol of the times, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you look, you look at the fact that that this individual, aside from the fact that he he has the ability to get up and tell jokes and do stand up comedy and do whatever, right? Um, you know, his Instagram feed or his social media feed. I guess this is kind of how it's being used to really garner an audience. Because I mean, that's not his material that he's using. Right. This is for stand-up. how anybody, why anybody would ever want that of themselves up on the internet for any other reason than to get hits. You know what I mean? Uh, She probably didn't even post it. It was probably the guy who took the photo. Oh, right. You know, just be like, look at this dumbass getting, getting rocked. Well, Tony's a huge movie guy. He loves movies. So, and he's big on, uh, he's big on the superhero movies and things like that, but almost all movies he's got an opinion about. And he has a YouTube channel where he does movie reviews. So you'll see every once in a while through the Instagram that you're following now, he'll be like, my post for the next new, you know, for Alita was the newest one he just did. I haven't watched his review on that yet, but, but that's another little avenue that he's kind of garnered an audience for because it's a kind of a passion of his. So he's, he's out there. He's out there making content. That's it. Yeah. But more to the point, like you, you think about the content that we make, like yeah. <laughs> it does, it's not even on the same yeah. wavelength yeah. It, because our, I feel like our con, you know, ours is just, we're just having a discussion. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if, for any other the only reason that that i feel like anything that we're saying is entertaining is maybe we can introduce something that somebody hasn't heard before mm-hmm. or provoke a thought that somebody hasn't and maybe offer a certain position uh that uh, in terms of an argument either way for or against whatever it is that we're talking about you know right. it might inspire a little bit of thought while somebody's doing some sort of mundane task and they just are looking for something Sweeping to the listen floor. to right <laughs> this guy however everything is seems so bite-sized uh and it seems like he's like just the way that it, it's he's describing yeah the world <laughs> his it, view it, right and <laughs> but it, it's his it's his allegories it's his it's his it's his descriptions like the other one that i saw that i thought was just amazing um was the one where the you had he had the two cats oh, right. <laughs> and one of the cats is kind of standing there you know sh- look staring down another cat this white cat right. and the white cat starts pawing the other one in the face. Right. And he, you know, he's just doing the voices between these two things. And I'm just going, now if I decided to do that, I'm sure I could make it. Yeah. I guess funny in my own right, you know, in a way. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously not comedic talent the way this guy would be, but 
I mean, I don't think even some of the funniest guys. I mean, I imagine Daniel Tosh trying to say, yeah. trying to do that kind of commentary, and it just wouldn't come off the same way. It's good to hear you talk about it because it really is that funny. Like, it's almost inspiring. Like, it almost is too easy, but he's like spot on yeah. every time. There's something about just a little movement from an animal in one of the photos and he's, or videos, and he's commenting on it. And it's just like, <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he makes it like, if, if, Everything else is music, like just you know, standard pop. Mm-hmm. This guy's making jazz. Yeah. Like the way that he talks is just so funny. Yeah. Because it's it's his description of things. You know, Kirkpatrick. That's yeah. uh, that's a great. I mean, yeah. he, like, hemoglobin. What what in the hemoglobin? Haberdasheries <laughs> is going on here. If you're gonna be taking a romantic photo, make sure that that water is tranquil before yeah. you go out. There. I mean, you're goddamn I mean, right. That's, that's a, this is a warning that one must heed. Yeah. You know, I love that he's giving. He's he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. he's he's letting people know that they got to be careful when they're doing. It's hilarious. Things. It's hilarious, and it's clean. You know what I mean? Like he's still. He's funny as hell, and and it's it's all clean humor, you know. It's just, no, it's yeah, great. I enjoy it. Now it leads me to the second point of this whole thing is, how much content do you think he must rifle through in a day, just to find something that he's like, oh yeah, I got I gotta do this. Right. I have to do this one. Right. I mean, how many dumb videos do you think? Just just the sheer number. Uh, I think they did a stat, uh, they were doing statistics on it or something, and it's something to the equivalent of like over a million hours of content or whatever is uploaded per day uh, to various social networks. And that's a lot of content. Yeah. Right. And and obviously they're not all fail videos or they're not all funny cat videos or they're not all whatever, but... I mean, it's just so much content, and if you think about what it takes to find, usually you just follow the trends, right? You know, but those videos that he showed, I've never seen before. Yeah, I think I I've been following him for quite a while now, and maybe one or two have come through my Facebook feed that somebody might have posted or something like that, but very rare. And he does post maybe. He'll throw up one or two a day. I've seen some recycled because he gets, you know, he gets new new followers, and some of these can be reused for people that haven't seen them before. But yeah, I think he has quite a bit of content to sift through. Somebody told me once that they think they're sent to him, but I think he just finds them. Well, you kind of have to. Yeah, you have to be on the search for content that resonates with Mm -hmm. you, and you think that you can. Right, you know, you can you can do on your own. The other one that we watched, I don't know if you you could pull it up on your phone. I don't I don't have it. I would love to see the girl or, or play the, the one with the girl that falls on the that that oh one. Oh my god! It made everybody I've shown that to. It just makes them cringe. Like she literally. This guy, so if you can find it, I'll, I'll give you yeah, the setup. So yeah, yeah. the whole idea is he's he's describing it. The scene of this woman is. Uh, it's a very attractive young blonde who is on a dock in what looks like very cold weather, and she's stripping down to her bra and thong. So she's she's straight cheeking it out there in, in the cold, and uh, decides that she's going to take what she considers to be a nice polar bear challenge. And right. as she jumps off the dock, uh, unfortunately, she doesn't realize that it is not water; it is ice, and she slams butt ankle back first right into the ice and slides across it and then right. you know makes her way out 
very right. in pain and uncomfortable. Right, right. And it, I think I think she could tell it's ice. I just think she didn't think it was quite as solid as it was. I right. Think she was gonna make it. Like, nice maybe she could have broken right through. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was her way of being. So I've got it right here. All are, right. Are you ready for the sound? I am. Here we go. Check it. Let's see if we got the. She was dead cute, spontaneous, and romantic on this particular day. I'm gonna hop into the icy waters below. No boundaries. She took the scully off. I got backtracked. Her little thin bottoms caught every piece of the icy contact. <laughs> she thought it wasn't cold enough for it to completely freeze over. Man, she hit that ice and slid forward like poker chips on the gambling table. <laughs> somebody's videotaping the whole thing how how poetic are these descriptions yeah (laughs) if i were reading it in type you know what i mean like what he was and i don't know this this has to be in in one way or another like i'm sure he's watching it and he's writing down like you know let me write down some notes on you know some lines that i'm gonna throw in that are just so eloquently worded worded but in in a very classy but trashy form right you know what i mean like he's saying it with respect right but it's like them white cheeks lit across that ice like <laughs> poker chips on a poke you know what i mean so it's 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 funny and it's his delivery so yeah I, i'm yeah, man it, it, it's worth talking about <laughs> i do think that he, he people who that one listener out there he's that be, one dude he should be thanking us it's, it's a good one oh the, the, his owl ones i don't think you've got it. the owls are hilarious dude his owls his owl videos, he had a few go-tos. The different owl videos are hilarious. And he does one for 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 you know, ladies trying to walk on high heel shoes, but they're kinda they're kinda too big to be walking on high heel shoes. So he, he talks as as if he's the ankles of these people as they're like wobbling on different dude. It's good stuff. It's oh, good I was stuff. a uh, that's a good joke. I did the I did that one with uh and this is the meanest thing ever, but right. Whenever I see somebody, and I'm no one to talk, obviously, but you know, when my when my wife was uh, was pregnant with my with my son, uh, and she had to start wearing like maternity clothes and stuff, and she, she was like, <laughs> "Do I I'm do I look fat? I look fat. I'm gross. Whatever." She's obviously looking you looking fishing for me to be like, "No, babe, you're glowing." You know, right? And any good husband would have said that, of, of course. course, but not me. No, no. I said, uh, "Oh yeah, you look great." Do you hear that? She's like, what? I'm like, help me. What? What is that? Did you hear that sound? She's like, what? I'm like, it's this tiny little voice yelling, help. Is that your underwear? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, that same, it's that same stupid thing. Where, you know, and of course, yeah. I, I'm waiting for the day when somebody's like, help me. And I'm like, did you hear that? And they're going to be like, yeah, was that your belt? Be like, probably. Right. Guy never shuts up. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. So sad, but yes, uh, great find. Yes. On was... on that, uh, keep it coming because I mean I feel like. <laughs> In terms of most of the videos that I watched, yeah. uh, there's another, my dad sent me one recently, which, of course, my dad sends me all these political things, mm -hmm. like, here's a video, uh, and it's awesome because it's, it, the way that he puts it is just so lame, it's like, birth of a Democrat was the, was the <laughs> title of the forward that he sent okay. me, and I open it up and it's this Dr. Phil video, uh -huh. where you've got, um, you know, a mom on one side and a 15-year-old girl on the other. Per the, no the usual Yeah, them. and he's like, so why did you want to come on this show? What is it that you want me to convince your mom to do? And she's like, I can't live on $1,000 a month. I... <laughs> I, I I need at least $2,500 a month in order just to maintain my lifestyle. It's what I'm used to. It's what I'm accustomed to. It's what I deserve. And she needs to step up her game. And then he said, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so what else do you have? I heard you've got a you're, – you're holding out. you got a 16th birthday coming up, and uh, you got a problem with – what's this whole thing about a G-Wagon? Right. And she's like, yeah, I will not – uh, she wants to get me another i will not take anything less than a g-wagon right and you know dr phil's sitting there going well that's like a two hundred thousand dollar car why that's obscene why would you want to pay that much she's like why don't you have one you should buy one or whatever she's like i deserve it this is about me and i want it and she's like my mom's trying to make me settle for a c-class I'm like, what? you know, and you watch this, anybody who's watching this, this viral video, of course, my, my dad in, in his way, because he, Mr. Mr. Super Conservative is, uh, is looking at it like, wow, that's how the Democrats are. They just want everybody to give them stuff. Right. They don't want to get a job. <laughs> Isn't this hilarious? And, you know, I, I, I forwarded it on to somebody else and with my dad's note and I said, I bet you 50 bucks that she thinks that she's a Republican. Because I guarantee you, she was she with that kind of she probably has, has parents that are Republicans, and right. she probably is a Republican voter. It's like I'm a Republican. It's like no. So you're all politics aside, you can't really assign someone that is that entitled and that disgusting, right? Like you kind of want to throw the mother out a window, right? For because she started crying when the, when Doctor Phil's like, "You need to get a job." She's like, "I don't want to get a job." And he's just going, "Oh my god, that's horrible." So wow. when I see a video like that, it just makes me sick to my core, right? right. And right. I'm going, oh my God, this is just, what, what a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Right. What a disgusting human being. Um, I, I, there, there's no way to salvage that woman. She's no. Um, but at the same time, it's really left up to my own interpretation. <laughs> sure. Right. That is why what this guy, Tony Baker's doing. He's, he's saying... so legendary because he's taking, he's taking something that you're like, oh, that's cool and that's fun. And then he's putting his own little polish on it. Right. He's putting right. his sheen on it. And it's, it, I, feel, I feel like when I watch these things, I'm like, that's, it's a whole new, it's the remix. It really is. It's the remix. It's the acceptable remix. Like, he can take a fail video or something that somebody is completely embarrassed about. He can or... take something that's got a million hits and turn it into something that gets five million hits. <laughs> he could. He's <laughs> solid gold. Let's put him up on that pedestal and start raining cash on him. This guy can sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady in the white dress. This guy can sell a ketchup popsicle to a to catch a pop sickle salesman okay you... so yeah i'll leave it i'll good leave topic. it with good that one, good one. yeah it good. <laughs> it's hard to have emotion as a whiskey drink in my hand but when you pull your pussy out just know that i'm a fan your pussy makes me
I'm a little gross from time to time. Are you? I yeah, I'm a little gross from time to time. Ah, well, you wouldn't. Know, you'd never know it. Well, you know, appearances can be deceiving. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can indeed. All right, yeah. so another well, day, another another podcast. Is that what this is? We're casting pods. Are we casting? Every lunch, we All cast right. a pod. Given the fact that I kind of upload at my own pace, you know, there's stuff that I yeah. s- I'll sit on for weeks because we have stuff to do, you right. know. Right. Sometimes, and then I, and then you know, wh- whatever we take the time to do it, I just, you know, I don't have the time to upload it and, and care that much. I mean, sorry to the one guy who's listening. That one guy, man. Uh, you know what I. I commend you for sticking there through thick and thin with us. Are you kidding? This guy's amazing. He's got a. He's got his lazy, he's got, I just imagine him like the old Max Cell t- cassette commercials where yeah. he's sitting there with his headphones on, and he 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 puts on our podcast and turns it up, and yeah. then presses play, and, that's and it. then the wind just starts blowing everything, and his hair is going back, and it's just like an, it's such an experience. It sounds like a a, a, a sound commercial. Or ZRX or XR, whatever it is. Yeah, for ZRX or whatever <laughs> so it is. I got lots of uh, cryptocurrency that, exactly, in my mind. That's exactly what I would call it. Um, so th- this touches a little bit. You and I both talked about a couple of things yesterday. One was what was way more recent, um, uh, and that has to do with the the people who were the scam of of paying to get into elite colleges. Oh yeah, 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 and so. so and then I'm all, and I also brought up the because uh, I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast with Doctor Phil about the cash me outside girl, he, you know, Doctor Phil. That's right. And <clears throat> so, <laughs> hearing him, I found out first of all, <laughs> this girl ended up obviously becoming a huge meme. Now, when he said when she was on the show, he had you know she said it, and it was just like another day on the on set on during the show. And it didn't mean anything to him. Another another white trash adventure for right, Dr. Exactly, Phil. Exactly. Like, okay, she can't even say catch me outside. Like this girl <laughs> this girl is out, you know. She's out there. So it turns out someone makes a meme out of that and turns huge. Since then she has gone on to sign with Atlantic Records. She has been on the Billboard Hot One Hundred chart at number seventy seven. Uh with I mean, her, that's with you're... her single called These Hoes, spelled each or H E U Z X H E A U X hose these hose, that's the name of her song that reached the t- the top of those charts. I mean, when you when you <clears throat> grow up and you think to yourself, "I want to become a rock star," right? You really strive for number seventy seven. Well, hey, for somebody under what genre? It right. ain't the top one hundred, is it? Right, but for the yeah 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 top well, one hundred for crap genre, Billboard Hot one hundred. Bill, I'm not whatever whatever list that is. Is it currently at 77? So her, so she she became the youngest female rapper ever to appear on the Billboard Hot 100. So she's a female rapper. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's funny you say that because now there are people out there that are like you know what do you want to do what what do you want to be hey, what do you want to do with your life what do you want to be when you grow up oh I want to be uh, I want to be a social media star that's actually almost starting to have some sort of staying power as a career choice for people right is it's it starting, I think so I mean that's a that's an opinion I don't have any facts on that but it does feel like that now that it's becoming that. Oh, that way of making money, you could be up on your computer and have a personality, you have a way of, or, or an in, or a, or a hook, and you could create your own sort of presence and make a living off of that. 
whether that included podcasting or Instagramming or anything like that, right? So it's does that end up being taught in schools? What like School of Rock? <laughs> well, you know, we talk about what they're teaching in schools. I, someone said recently, get rid of Algebra Two and start teaching, you know, uh, credit how to manage credit cards, how to manage money, something that's a little bit more tangible about something we do every. Because I've got someone who was in a band, obviously not the smartest financially. Sometimes band members, local band members who are trying to make it, but this person has like nine credit cards they're all maxed out and and one day she was like that's called fiscal responsibility how many right (laughs) well now some people don't learn that ben i think that's something that should actually be taught in school i didn't learn a damn thing about what a credit card was or what it meant to have a credit card neither did i and i learned the hard way just like you probably did at some point where you were like wait a second And they capped me out at twenty five hundred on this card. I've hit twenty five hundred. Now I'm paying more. I I can only afford to pay off interest. And so yeah, I I mean after college, you know, when I was doing that, Mm -hmm. everybody goes through that phase where they. You, you overspend a little bit on stupid stuff because you're not thinking, oh, I've got to pay this back right. with interest. Right. So, so yeah, you're saying that's a life lesson. You're saying that's a life lesson. That's built in. It's like, hey, you know what? Everybody from 20 from twenty to 30 realize, oh, I can't live on credit cards. On top of that, they also – I mean, here's the thing. It's not – you got to look at this, what the concept of a credit card is from, from the get-go. Right. So it's essentially me coming to you and saying, hey, man. Can I borrow twenty five hundred dollars? Right. And you saying sure plus interest that'd be great. It's the same general principle. Sure. And you know what? You do grow up learning like, hey, can I borrow your skateboard? Right. Sure, you can, so long as you buy me some new wheels by the time you return it. Or can I borrow your car? Yeah, bring it with a full tank of gas when you come back. Right. Like there's a you don't see the benefit of actually incorporating like how to handle money and how to handle finances oh, no, I think, into school. I, I think because that's, I never heard about it in I, school. I think that's a very smart. Well, they they do it in college, obviously, but you're talking about like high school and elementary school. Well, yeah, I mean, but is it a required course in college that you that you're learning these things, or is um, it, it's a choice if you cho- choose a career that kind of goes right. down a financial path? But I'm right. talking life skills, like life economics. I guess. I mean, there's life economics. Life economics. Yeah. Um, there is something there. I well, feel. hold on. So, what you got to understand is the credit card thing that you're throwing up there, like that. That's a one-hour class. That right. doesn't take. Just don't yeah, do this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Okay, yeah. That's now. Now understanding. That's a chapter. He, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, so pop quiz. Yeah. You know, right. question three questions. Yeah. Three How answers. many cards did you have? Exactly. How much did you have on them? <laughs> exactly. And this um, is how your credit is affected. If yeah, you, that 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 kinds is of things. that is a a small chunk of a larger class that should take place, which okay. is how does the financial system work? You right. know, so that you can figure out when you get right. into it. Okay, uh, taxes. Uh, mm. How does the, how do credit systems work? How do central banking All systems of that, work? Yeah. Like, um, why do you have why is why does the stock market tank every time they threaten to raise interest rates? Right. Um, you know why, why when interest rates are so low does the stock market start to blossom mm-hmm. um so that that that's also called economics they have that in college so yeah it's but, a, but it's not a required course it's no more, no it's no. more for the people that are going you, out for and, finances and dude, i'm talking about something you for didn't have everybody. an economics class in high school it was cooking and like sewing and you were like cooking with economics well, when i broke my when i broke my arm and i couldn't be in pe they put me in like this eighth grade like 
economics. I guess it was. It wasn't. I guess it was home ec. That was home ec. That wasn't economics. I don't. I don't was Michelle Pfeiffer your teacher, and all yeah. the other all the other kids in your class were kind of like <laughs> rough around the edges? That's right, man. She turned us all around, that's except good. for that one kid, man. That's he, good. He and then and then the cool, and then the Coolio track drops as you walk out. <laughs> that's right. And you give it a nice little Judd Nelson as you're walking across the freeway. I was uh, I was really timid. I was like sixth grade there. I was in there with eighth graders and. And they would pick on me, and I remember I had, I had my, my, my duffel bag, and they took the scissors in home ec class and cut my handles off my duffel bag. It was great. It was All right, time. so what you're, what you're proposing, I mean, sure. I, I bet you at a lot of the private – they're not going to do it at public schools because that you – know, It just takes up – Now you got to go through that gov, the government bureaucracy – of what get, you can and can't tell To get tell that them. done, because you're gonna have a lot of parents being like, "What are they gonna do? What is? Why does not, Why does an eighth grade kid need to know about credit card? That is stupid. Right, he knows. Right, he right. needs to know what I learned. Right. You know. And um. But 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 the, 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 it it opens up a very interesting, more interesting question, which okay. I think is what you're not confronting, and that is if you were to open up your own school, mm-hmm. right? What mm-hmm. what would your curriculum include? You know, right, right. And honestly, if you look at today's society, um, you need to know rudimentary math. Right. Right. You need to know more English than you need to know math. Meaning if you can't sure. convey your thoughts with a relatively um, solid vocabulary the, and, and you can't enunciate you're properly. You're dead in the water. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're, you're, you come across like you don't know what you're talking about. So... Uh, being able to communicate effectively, being able to read and write and convey your thoughts adequately, mm-hmm. being able to retain information is very important. Mathematics, I think, is extremely important. Engineering, I think, is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to to look at geometry, like architecture, um, I think, is extremely important it's for Americans in particular, because we're kind of behind in all that when it comes to other nations right we're extremely creative but we don't uh force our kids in school uh to take class i mean i think we need to do away with all the mandatory religious classes because that's something that you right. you deal with at home right you know and i went to a catholic school and i aside from having to go to mass you know they would kind of force that on you to go to mass um yeah you know, you'd have to take religious studies as right. a and they would force their opinions upon you, and it was kind of like, you know what? You're not going to give me a, a D or a C in this class because I think you're full of, you know, right, what you're right. saying is you're, because what you believe is right and what I believe is wrong. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the, the, the two Jewish kids that went to that school didn't have a very good time in that class, yeah. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> right. But, yeah, it, um, if you think about other classes that you could incorporate into the curriculum of your own institution, which I think is a kind of a groundbreaking idea. Sure. I mean, it's your own private school. Right. Well, people are out there trying. I think this sparked this idea at me about a year ago or so. And I would be so talking about technology heavy alternative school, basically, you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got to change. The norm has got to change, but when and how i'm not exactly sure how that'll be but i was just kind of mixing the two up because you've got this new these new youngsters growing up on social media and in in the tech world and you've got these new students coming up that really don't really care they're maybe they're entitled they're obviously entitled the rich the rich that are in this scandal right well they're focusing they're using their time to 
take advantage of uh, what most people would consider to be valuable, what you learn most valuably in, in college. Right. Which is your ability to socialize, develop your social skills. Um, and a credit for having a, you know, a high-quality college on your resume. Sure. Right, in this particular case. But I'm saying most, most people kids. go to college, the experience of college, aside from being able to get a degree in whatever it is that you choose to pursue in a, in a more focused way. Right. That's why they, you have a major. Um, most of that four years, because you're away from the nest, quote unquote, and you, you are alone, you, you're finding yourself and you're finding kind of what direction you want to take your life in. Um, and a lot of that comes down to just social, the way that you socialize with other people and, and how you relate to your peers, uh, based off of the choices that you've made. So like if I choose to go into business, right, if I'm majoring business or if I'm pre-med or something like that, I'm, I'm going to be surrounded by people who share that interest because I'm going to class with them every day. Right. right. So that's where I'm going to meet a lot of my friends. Uh, so that, that, that's going to affect the way that I think about myself moving forward. Cause previously when I was in high school, there were no pre-med students that I knew that I was hanging out with, but now everybody has that. She's sharing that same common interest. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think it's as much about social, um, as it is. And plus there's, you know, beer pong and, you know, (laughs) all the stuff. What are the, what are the the you really learn about coming full circle? What, what are the, what did Lori Laughlin's daughter, Laughlin, whatever her name is, say, uh, say on on like her instagram feed they've been playing that her her youtube snippet she's like i don't know when i go to college i'm really excited about you know socializing and drinking beers and stuff right you know you guys know I don't obviously like yeah <laughs> she's like i obviously don't care about school <laughs> so yeah that's what that's what i was looking for i obviously don't care about school like, i think that i think that's the that's a very large large portion mm-hmm. of the college going it's almost like they're motivated to be like i want to go to college so i can really build up my instagram yeah you know what i mean i was there i was in college i went check me out look at me mm. look at me having a good time yeah i mean sure. she's I, I mean i'm basing that off of basically that one thing that she said you know oh I mean? yeah but, but uh, there's got to be so many she more certainly like that. I'm, i don't think if you mm-hmm. looked at her instagram or her youtube channel like now right and i don't know how long she's been in in college but i don't I, I don't think that she's posting a lot of videos about how how awesome the rowing team is and how much she likes rowing <laughs> or one damn picture yeah, about no, rowing no <laughs> rowing whatsoever like it's almost like she's never gone to a practice you're right um so yeah the the, the idea of what what you would do and i'm talking about before college cuz college opens up the doors to a lot of things like they're offering right well, you're ai making, courses and blockchain make, courses and all right. sorts of stuff but you're making your my point into your point you're when college you're making your own choices but up until your senior year you know the bigger powers that be have the choice to say this is what you should know before man, you man, go make your own choices mandatory classes that's right, right. so so yeah. yeah i i would think definitely um you know, I, I would, you know, STEAM is a big thing within the school system right now. They're, you know, um, Obama administration, to his credit, um, said, you know, we really need to focus on these things, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math. And um, I agree with it, you know, um, that we, we have to we have to catch up. Mm-hmm. And it, that leads to all sorts of things that are, are going to be progressive, whether it's maintaining the computer systems of the future uh, maintaining the infrastructure of our cities, uh, our power grids, you know, all these things, you're going to need to know the science behind these things. 
the engineering behind these things, what the new technologies that are out there that are, are, you know, whether they're military technologies, social technologies, medical technologies, you know, moving into those fields is only going to advance humanity in a positive way. Even if we all are all just in a video game simulation. Simulation, absolutely. Um, But no matter what, I I would think that if you wanted to to also offer like the stuff other than, because obviously if you're doing science, technology, engineering, and math, like you're covering most of those. You would definitely need English and I would focus on creative writing as opposed to, um, you know, the current form of, of English, which is read read this book and tell me what this person's supposed to be talking about. Do a report on it. Is yeah, what you think about meaning it? I'm more of a I'm personally more of a doer, mm-hmm. right? So if I want to read Hamlet or Shakespeare, cool, I'll take that initiative because I know how to read and go and read that because I'll find it intriguing. However. I don't feel like at a certain point, you know, once I know how to read and write, that it's important for me to read a book that they're telling me that I need to read okay. and then tell them what, you know, and then give them, tell them what you think my, write a report on why I think it's great or characters that were cool or whatever. I think I think it's more important to say, OK, let's do, it's all a creative writing exercise. Right. So you've got to read everything that you're. Rather than read a book, you get to read everything that your other, the other students have written, and they get to read yours. And it it gets you writing, it gets you creating, as opposed to um, focusing yeah. on stuff that I mean. I'm not saying that that's I, you're but saying I, write your own story. I'm saying write your own story, and sure. and you know, in in doing the act mm-hmm. and being a, kind of exposed to your peers in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have a real sense as to where you are among your peers, but at the same time, you get to use your brain and be creative. You need to, you sure. get to come up with your own content, come up with your own stories, and it forces you to do. It forces you to actually write and do the grammatical errors, right. screw up your syntax, screw, you know, to have mm-hmm. your run-on sentences. Um, you know, when you, when you start moving into, like, um, you know, fundamentals of stuff, like haiku, you know, like this is this is a haiku, right? Right. Um, this is dactyl. Yeah. You know, the, the what they get into the 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 way English works. I think it's if you're going to be a successful writer, you you've got to be creative first, and then the rest of it stuff kind of works its way out through through you simply doing it, you simply right. writing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's enough of that. I think there's a lot more like reading and, and regurgitating. I agree. I mean, obviously, place. you have to have. You know, you have to start with having you read, write your thoughts. Yeah, on but it that happens. And then once you're able to read, that's before high school. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, yeah, I agree with that. So create, yeah, cre- <clears throat> more creative on in terms of the way that you look at English. I would make, um, you know, computation or, or computer engineering. Um, the, I think that computer science, anything related to computers, I think is extremely important to learn in, in today's day and age, just because mm-hmm. there's so much emphasis. Uh, on, I mean, it runs the entire universe that we know, like everything, the power, the plastic, the car that you drive, everything is wired somehow. Um, right. So knowing how all those programs fit together and how they work within their own, the, the internet of things is kind of important. Other than that though, I think, um, entrepreneurship, like being, being able to, 
teach people how to come up with ideas, come up with an idea, them. and see it through conception from to conception completion. to completion, and then I like that. Learn how to effectively market your product. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically like business one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. And that can go along with all the tech stuff that needs to be in school now, sure, and, right? And maybe the marketing class is, you know, synergized with the the, the technology class, you right? Know? Hey, they create the apps, and we're the marketing class, and we're going to figure out how to, we're going to get paired up with those kids, and we're going to mm. figure out how to market it. Obviously, that's that's you can do that in college, but if there is some sort, there should be some sort I'm of regulatory about like, yeah, high school like, thing like, a like a you're saying. Down. Another thing I think is really important is is ma- kind of manufacturing, you know, like three um, D printing. Additive manufacturing, uh, additive manufacturing, laser centering, um, mm-hmm. all, all the different technologies that they have now. Being able to being able to understand that and um, you know what what it means to rapidly prototype something. Mm-hmm. So knowing you know that that includes also knowing something like CAD, um, which is computer um, design software. Right. Um, you know that's extremely important to kind of get a jump start on because all of these things to me. Uh, it should be more about not forcing things down someone's throat, but creating as much exposure to things, to, to, to many things where they might find interest or success. Um, exposing them to as many of those things as possible, because if you can find that one thing that you're really interested in, meaning most of the people that I know are really, that are, that are really successful are pretty good at a lot of things. Right. You know, or most things because they've kind of dabbled in a lot. Right. But they found a niche and they're really focused and good at that that one thing that they found. Right. Right. And that's what became their their kind of career. Um, so, yeah, I think that 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 being able to create that level of exposure to where everybody gets a, just a taste of all of it. Yeah. It would make college choices and. That's Everything a, else yeah. so much easier because you'd be like, "Oh, That's I'm really I'm into writing programs on you know mm-hmm. uh, software for like the Raspberry Pi interface, mm-hmm. um, and I really like robotics. Um, maybe I should go. You know, should should I go to friggin' <laughs> Wake Forest or yeah? Should I go to Carnegie Mellon <laughs> or yeah. or you know Caltech or something like that? So it's if you want to if you want to Every one of these schools, it's surprising to me more I hear about it. Like there's there's these schools, like four-year colleges, universities, private colleges, et cetera. Um, and some of them are like just you wouldn't even think about, mm-hmm. oh, they have one of the most advanced programs in this or that. And you're like, holy cow, yeah, they're leading the they're leading the charge in particle physics. Right. Oh, really? Where? You know, uh, Emory. Right, you know, and I don't think Emory is, but I'm just using it as an example. Or Florida, Florida State, <laughs> right? The party school, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh my god, <laughs> number number one program for botany, <laughs> Arizona State, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. You want to learn how to grow anything from red chili peppers, tomatoes to marijuana? You're gonna want to go to Arizona State. There you, you know? go. Yeah. Um, or New Mexico State. You know. It, so it's uh, to me, I think that most people apply to schools either based off of where their parents went, mm-hmm. um, where a sibling went, uh, or 
they 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 kind of pull it out of it, whatever they think is cool. Like when I was looking at schools and where to go to, and I was a horrible student. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously that limits your options in a lot of ways. But um, what I knew I wanted to do because of an interest that I had, and it wasn't, you know, sports I was interested in, but I, it wasn't something I wanted to pursue a long time, but I was really interested in movies. I love movies. Yeah, yeah, you were. So film. <laughs> now, you were interested in, in acting. You yeah, to be that's an actor. it. And I'm like, I, I don't know where I fit into this, but I know that's that's right. what I'm most interested in. Like, that, that brings me the most joy in life thus far. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock that. So movie making. I knew no matter where I went, it was just going to be in California. Right. Right. And then of course I leave Georgia and movie industry moves over to Georgia. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, I, I got, I got, I got what I needed to out of it before, uh, before they moved yeah. obviously because of the tax breaks. But, but, um, but still that's the key. They didn't teach, they didn't teach filmmaking in my high school. No. <laughs> it was something I had to figure out for myself and it was the determining factor of where I chose to go. Yeah. So, how, how you know when you think about any of these other people that I went to you know I went to, I went to high school with like most of them ended up working for their parents yeah hands down yeah like most of them oh, were wow. like you know my dad does a works in real estate or my dad is a has a law firm or an accounting firm or a, you know a, a, a business that does this or that right dad dad works in insurance so I can either go off and get my degree in you know something that really interests me. And then carve my own path right. and do my own thing, um, or I can go and have a good time in college, get a res- have a respectable major, uh, and then have a sweet vice president's gig. You know, I'll be president by the time I'm thirty. Yeah. You know, so what do I care? Yeah. You know, I've got a killer salary and a company car waiting for me when I get out. So why would you turn that down? And I don't, I don't have a problem with nepotism. Right. Um, you know, and supporting your family. I'm all about that. But um, I'm definitely going to say that millennials are probably showing right now uh, as we had that. All, we also had that conversation about how big brands yeah, and traditional brands are affected by millennials right? and their choices to say, well, you know what? There's a lot of guys who did go out there and cut their own path who are using like technology and like they care about the environment and stuff and things. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to go with that guy instead of your like crusty old founded in 1916 brand. Right. Cause like you don't aren't as cool as like your granddad or whoever <laughs> who started it. So, and your Instagram page sucks. So that, that also is, you know, your insurance company obviously is totally behind the ball. They don't even know how to do it. Instagram's, so, Instagram, Instagram. So you, dude. I'm going with you know this app, this app. Yeah, this app. <laughs> I'm going with this app that was invented by a 22 year old in Silval. They can do everything that you're doing. Mm. But yeah, so I as as coming full circle. I think more if you if you're asking me, I'm telling you, if you could provide more options, yeah, and figure out exactly like I think the stupid name that they use for it is called trade school trade school right right you want to become a beautician yeah or you want to go to itt technical institute to figure out how to work on the uh you know uh control units the simian control units go into a printer right or or a manufacturing thing like i mean that's a very specialized job which is why it pays so well um 
I say have five seconds of fame just by having someone create a meme out of you, and then you take your name and, and you sell it everywhere. Yeah, I think that chick should totally... She uh, she ended up with a signed deal with Atlantic Records that expanded into a reality show, had a makeup brand, tours, and ha- has a music career. She, she also got paid $900,000 to be the rep for some other makeup brand since then. What's it called? Trashy Teen? Does it matter? She's still cashing those checks. She doesn't obviously does not care what anybody thinks of her. <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, dude, it's just somebody crazy is, we live in this what, world. What, is she, what was her tag? Like cash ca- me outside. Cash, how about that? Cash me outside. How about that? Yeah. I mean, her and the where's the beef guy have got to be you, just man. on a beach somewhere drinking a margie. Yeah, I'm telling you, like it's just, it's just a train wreck turned turned it into cash. Well, dude, I mean, it just we go- all love to see a good train wreck. It just goes to show. That, you know, if you are that comfortable in your own skin, yeah, right, good point. as it seems she is, yep. and, you know, ha- has that notion. Obviously, there's a lot of a-holes out there just like this one. Yeah. Uh, this girl. Right. That, you know, they're not cool enough to get the record deal or that, you know, right. they're, they're cool. They're cool little, you know. Ooh, burn. Right. Their sick burns just don't get picked up on Dr. Phil, so right. they're just the asshole that everybody yeah, hates to be around. Exactly. Boo-hoo. Right. But I bet you that's the majority of the people who are looking at her being like, go on, girl, yeah. get yours, I'll you know, that you. kind of thing. And it just goes to show if you're that confident in your shit and you get and, – and you catch lightning in a bottle just through the right exposure, then selling out, I mean – Right. really selling yeah. out <laughs> like yeah cash me outside underpants available yeah. at walmart now yeah yeah so her first single was these hoes um and she, her the other nine tracks on the album were called toilet paper wait called high bitch like h-i bitch b-i-c-h she's just very good at not spelling things right and making it her own um mama don't worry gucci flip-flops <laughs> see now this is this is another thing i'd like to point out um and let me look at our our time here yeah yeah we're, i think we're good so you're sitting here and you're kind of you're telling me you're like man dude you know that girl yeah. like she made like bundles of dough but i'm like she made nine hundred thousand dollars. she's got record contracts yeah. she's got all the i mean isn't that impressive? Like that she can do that. Well, it's crazy, is to me. It's just it's a crazy time that it takes one second for someone to create a meme of somebody, and now they've got a name that they can ride out, and somebody'll pay you for it. Okay, well, it's so just crazy. I'll give you, I'll give you the progression. All okay, right. Okay. So let's just say she had her doctor, her doctor Phil spot. Mm-hmm. That's going to give her what, maybe three to five years to ride that out and make as much. That's why I say. Sell out, sell out as big as you can. Absolutely. So I imagine that's what she did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think she had a sophomore album drop. I don't think anybody's anticipating another 10 tracks from her right. that are going to be just as juicy <laughs> as the first. Right. Because, you know, that that we've all seen that pony, right? It's got one trick. Yeah. Okay. And being, a, being ignorant white trash only works for... For a little while until everybody's like, "Well, okay, you got your money, you got paid, you know, we bought your out, we bought the single right. on iTunes, right? Go away, right? <laughs> right? So now, what does that person do? Let's say she's got 
she obviously is not going out on tour and selling out stadiums. Well, she is touring, but I don't know if she's what she's selling out on. Okay. But keep going. Touring, you know. Yeah. And you just, can see me out in front of the of the the Sears that's closing down next yeah. month. <laughs> and that's your tour? No, I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> I, I don't imagine she's, I mean, she's, she's if, if anything, she's she's a small. Right. Like a, re- a small arena, and you know it's only half full. I don't think she she has some huge following. It's still a career for so. F- it's disco duck, man. For like a few nobody's years. buying her album and being like, "What a jam!" They're buying her shit because they're like, "This is fucking hilarious." Right. So in 2017, she was nominated for an MTV Movie and TV Awards for just trending. In 2018, she was on the Billboard Music Awards for Top Rap Female Artist nominated. 2019, the iHeartRadio Music Awards has her listed as uh, she's nominated for Top Social Star. Yeah. So all of that still leads to just cashing in. Cashing in on that on her 15 minutes. I'm good with that. Okay. I'm good with anybody. And we're into this year, so I guess that all started around 2016. Oh, 2000. Oh. Uh, she was born in 2003. It was 2016 that she was on Dr. Phil. So 16, 17, 18, Fast four years. I think she was on probation in jail for something during that time, too, which is tearing the there. tags off of mattresses, right. likely. <laughs> right. So, yeah, she's going to have her time, right? right? She's going to make her money. And at her age, the, there's a very high likelihood that she is not surrounding herself by people. Or if she is, she's certainly not taking their advice. Right. She's listening to everything they have to say, which is why she would put this album out and cash out and capitalize on it because those guys know how to make money. Right. And that's but, what one guy said. He's like, dude, people are knocking me for picking her up, but they have they. Why would they doubt me? They know that I'm going to be able to turn this into. Some I turn sort that of gold. into cash. That's I, what I do. I make money, and then when she's no she's longer dry, it, she's done. She's I'm done. Not, yeah. I'll find the next, next the next trend, and but she's not going to get that right. And during that time frame, she's going to do what pretty much every dumbass who comes into money does, and that is she's going to go out and buy herself a brand new Range Rover and and paint it pink and take it over to West Coast <laughs> Customs and get it dropped and lifted right. and a personalized license plate that says, catch me outside. <laughs> and she's going to go buy a five-bedroom house right. somewhere that she can't afford the property taxes on more than two years. Yep. She's she's going to you know be paying to have lavish parties and food. I mean, she's going to piss the money away. Even if it took her only three and a half to four years to make it, she'll probably piss it away in, in half that time. Right. And then you're going to eventually, she'll be back on the news as being like, this woman robbed a local whatever, <laughs> right. known for her single, hey, bitch. You know, yeah. and then, <laughs> you know, one day you'll find her, ser- seriously, one day you'll find her like, you know, do, doing her th- like oh you're the high bitch you're, you're yeah. the cash me outside girl and she'll be in her 50s and she'll be like can i have that supersized please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> correct yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i see where you're going cash me outside yeah <laughs> should i wait over here there it is in the <laughs> mobile order section yeah this is i like your hat this is the uber eats section right why here? are you so angry <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna spit on your food yeah <laughs> well, you talk like that. We'll check in on her ten years from now. See what's going Dude, on. Dude, she'll be dead. She'll yeah. be dead and listen. I mean, I'm just telling you, <laughs> right? Like, if you're that, if you're that arrogant and you're that dumb, it's so. Well, you're, you're also saying that she's dumb, but she's 
six, 15, 16? Now she's 19. 2003 to 2019? She was born in 2003, so she's actually... 15, 16. S- right. So, oh, so her parents have all the yeah, money. Her parents, right. <laughs> and she hated her mom the whole time. That's all the reason she was on Dr. Phil. Oh, man. The irony. <laughs> so I guess the next one's going to be like emancipation. Yeah. That's my money. <laughs> I want my Ferrari. That's right. That's right. So yeah, and any in any way, any way that she'll net once you if you're that arrogant and you're that dumb, right. if you ever are lucky enough to reach that level of success, and you don't immediately humble yourself and ground yourself and use it as an opportunity to learn more and be a better person and and all these things, you are only going to amplify the asshole that you were before and when it comes crashing down you're an even bigger asshole but you've been to paris and now you got to go back to the jungle and it is not not as not pretty. it is not looking back fun no no here's to the future here is to the future like you for breakfast you eat Ew. pieces of what for breakfast you eat pieces of shit for no. breakfast no, you, uh, I. Mm. happy gilmore is one of the finer golf films ever made in your opinion in my opinion um mm-hmm. all right so we've i think we've covered some pretty hard-hitting stuff in our previous conversations certainly have um <laughs> So this is one that uh, I wanted to bring up. It's also kind of funny, but it also is a is is a major topic for such a for such a funny for for such a funny thing. It's also people take it very seriously. Okay. So I'm cruising through um, some of the documentary films that are out there and available, and one of them that I came across quite a few. They yes. Keep more and more every year. I think. I'm just getting more and more interested in, you know stuff and things documentaries yeah um as time moves forward so i found something called if you can believe it the name of the show with the movie was called free the nipple oh i've heard of it i have, have not you seen it you have not seen it no okay well let me put it simply it revolves around the concept that for the most part okay now you know venice every year there's the topless yes festival like for for one day only they're kind of like hey everybody it's cool for us to walk around topless where we're free we should have the right whatever it's based around that and the idea is that it's a, a women's movement that empowers the idea that uh the u.s uh, in general is so far behind the times when it comes to acceptance of the female body. Like it's almost like it's, it's a shameful thing. Um, or we look at it as a shameful thing for some reason mm-hmm. when we shouldn't. Um, and, and obviously we, we shouldn't. Right. I agree. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, but if you look at Europe, if you look at France, if you look at, you know, um, England, Great Britain, you know, all those places, there are, there are boobs on TV, like regular on, on prime time, baby. Yeah, yeah, you can see boobs on prime time. 
Okay. Like, and, and maybe that's why HBO and Showtime and a lo- uh, most of the pay channels kind of take it upon themselves to be like, we're showing We're going to show so much boobs. Yeah. You know, and, you know, yeah. penis and whatever else we want to show. Game of Thrones. They were, they were not shy. Yeah. So that being what it is, the idea, the, the topic that I wanted to discuss was getting your perspective. Obviously, I have one, but I, I'm curious as to what yours is, is, you know, so why should women ever feel the need to cover up their breasts and is it because they have been covering their breasts for so long that we as a society see it as being like, you know, oh, you can't do that. That's offensive. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure that that's most of it. Okay. So you ha- let me give you an option. Okay. Okay. And I would give a woman the same option. What would you rather see when you go out to the beach? Would you rather see or look at a, a big full C cup hairless C cup with with teardrop shape perfect nipples or a moob with uh pubic hair coming out of the nipples and chest mm-hmm. hair and mm-hmm. and all that stuff you're gonna get both if you exactly the stigma but, but that's the point that's what I'm getting at is we what's the difference right isn't a nipple a nipple I mean you you still get the move that's got fully clothed and it's still you know, still a move, right? A is that a move? A move. What'd you call moob. it? Moob. What's I'm, a moob? A moob is a man boob. Oh, man boob. Okay, I'm it's with a moob. you. It's moobs. Right. Sweet moobs, bro. Well, you see those anyway. Well, sure. That's what I'm saying. Well, you're why is what it I'd a, rather see? Why, <laughs> I'd rather why, see a teardrop. Why is it okay to see man breasts? Right. But it's not cool to see lady breasts. It's hard. To, I mean, it's been like that forever, right? I mean, for a very long time. And it's just desensitized in other countries. Why is it still so not desensitized here? Is that sort of your... Sort of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I... Obviously, women don't do it because it's illegal. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's indecent exposure. Right. Even Even breastfeeding your child is taboo in public to some people. It shouldn't... Well, we do it. We do it all the time. I, you know, I mean, not that we pull, you know, we pull it out, and you see, sure. you, you have to wear a little, sh- a little frock or whatever. It, yeah, however you do it. I, but I guess I'm just saying, like, still being covered. Is it okay? <laughs> like, number one, do you, do you, would would things change? For me, I feel like some things need to be desensitized. Okay, so in other countries, they put it on regular primetime television, but desensitized to what effect? Do they are people are women take, walking around with their shirts off on the beach in, in other countries like everywhere they're only designated areas or is it in public are they showing their boobs in public because it's so desensitized because that's oh, not the case I'm, either i'm sure if you wanted to walk around with your shirt off in public and in, in england you you'd have a lot of dudes taking photos and stuff but sure. you wouldn't get arrested okay you know what i mean for the same reason that like if you look at and those are the, also the epi- italy france you know mm-hmm. england europe is is the epicenter for fashion and where else are you going to go and see women with no problem walking around in a totally sheer shirt with no bra where you can basically see everything under the sun, like fishnet, mm-hmm. you know, like see right through it. No, no questions, no problem. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's not something that you could get in trouble for over there. But over here, it just kind of feels like, you know, everybody's 
you know, a little, you know, is it, I don't know. Is it better that it's not desensitized? I mean, do you, you like the idea no, that maybe I, they have to hide it? It's a little bit more taboo. It's a little bit more special when you see it in the bedroom. As a father of a daughter? I guess you yeah, like that better. I, well, no. I'm like, you know, you don't need to be showing because right. you know how men react to breasts, period. So you want to keep your daughter covered up. You know, her, her job after she hits 13 is to test my limits and say, I'm going to go out wearing this Next dish cloth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, no, I'm locking the door and you're never getting out. Um, so there's always that constant, you know, and then she, then she figures, you know, she'll figure out what power she wields, you right. know, in terms of her sexuality and use it however she chooses. But as long as, as long as she's living under my roof, we're going to make sure to right. uh, keep her off the pole, as my sister always says. Right. So I just, I, I guess, I think, I don't think it would be near as much of an issue if we took the European stance and just said, hey, look, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Like from the from it, while it is an it is an organ, we both have them. There shouldn't be a double standard on that kind of thing. If Agreed. you if you want to go topless, you should be able it to. should be your right because men have the same rights to do that. Um, mm-hmm. so you shouldn't be, pe- you shouldn't be penalized or judged for wanting to do that, mm-hmm. especially if you got a rocking body. Sure. And then you've got this whole idea of like, oh my God, yoga pants are awesome. Unless you see them in the wrong person. And you're like, ah, yeah, exactly. But, but that's, you, that's going to be the right. That if you also, desensitize this. that also <clears throat> is fine with me. If you are a total chud, nasty, you know, just like, like, and you're just pouring out and Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. you have your, your fat rolls are bigger than your breasts. Mm -hmm. Like you should have the right to rock, rock, go naked. Sure. It's not like that tank top you're rocking is making it any better. Right. You know? So I I don't feel right. And then go, I mean, I mean like, just like, just like, you know, the yoga pant thing, it's like people are judging them one way or the other. So it's like, if they're, they don't, if they don't, if they don't care about being judged and they're not affected by that, then absolutely. People make their decisions however they want to, and I agree with you. It should be, it should be desensitized, and people they should have the right to. They absolutely, walk they absolutely should. I will say, however, I think the the reason that they haven't in America, um, is is because they've done such, they've gone to such lengths and worked so hard to make us sensitive. Mm-hmm. to that so here's a here's a better example like have you ever been to a topless beach or no okay so i was in i don't even remember where i think it was turks and caicos or so it was somewhere but it was like the the stuff was a little bit freer over yeah. there mm-hmm. and there's a beach right there and we we're you know walking down the down the pier to get on a boat and go fishing or something. And there's like a row of like 10 chicks that are just hanging out and, and five of them are just sunbathing with their tops off. Mm-hmm. Now me being me uh, in my twenties, when I'm saying this, I mean, I'm looking, all I can do is think to myself, like, this is the most amazing moment of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the greatest day ever. Mm-hmm. A beautiful sky. Breeze, semi boner, trying to hide it in my bathing suit with my parents around or whoever else I'm on family vacation with, and all these beautiful breasts that I'm surrounded with. I couldn't, I, I mean, died and gone to heaven. Yes. As an American, I was totally down with that. Well, we were waiting in line for like 
two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got a good show. Right. So, I mean, after like in the first 30 minutes, uh, because I'm so sensitized to it, like the only thing going through my head is like all these like, oh, my, you know. Should I go talk to him? You know, like, yeah, it, it, yeah. what an idiot I am. Sure, I'm what, halfway there. All, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> all men are thinking to themselves like, well, man, you know, I wonder wonder if she's down to. She's obviously horny. Her she, shirt's she, off. she should totally grab a drink with me right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, obviously this is all going on in your head because you just have that, you, you know, all every, every ounce of produced testosterone in your body just goes into overdrive and you're just thinking like. <laughs> I like what I see and I want it. Right. So, um, but, you know, at the same time. And in a way, she's telling me I can have it. Mm, but she's not. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not at all. But in your mind, because you're sensitized. Right. Because it's something that you know you're not supposed to see. Mm-hmm. For, in terms of that, you're immediately thinking to yourself like, hold on to this memory. Really lock it yeah. in. Really lock it in there. This is you're, you're not going to have this. You're not going to have this forever. Right. So savor it. And that's it. And but th- then that's the first thirty minutes, right? Th- it was all down. It was like cocaine. It was like after that, the high is over. Yeah, I mean, and not I mean, to say that I do cocaine or anything, but from what right. I've heard, it's one of those deals where it's like you know that's why everybody gets addicted and they have to go go Keep get going more and going. It's like okay, unless a bunch more women are going to show up with their shirts off, I, exactly. I'm over it. <laughs> or alcohol or anything else, it's yeah. like you lose your buzz and you're like, okay, well. She gonna take her pants off too because right, right. I'm all over this. So, if it became commonplace, and you knew every time you went to the beach you were gonna see a handful of just boobs, I'm pretty riders. I'm pretty confident that I would not be chasing that buzz ever again. Right. I mean, I would be chasing that buzz in the sense that, like, oh wow, uh, the person that I'm with that I might be engaging in sexual activity with. I'll be really excited about that and those. But in an everyday setting, mm-hmm. like going to the beach or going, so you know, going to the local pool or something like that, and you yeah. just see somebody suntanning, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Eh, she's really pretty." Yeah, you know, they, good for her. Yeah, this is like you know, she's got an, a great pair of legs, or she's got a, a great caboose, or she's got a great whatever. But you know, the things that you can see, like people don't, you don't want to just. You don't look at a pair of legs and run off into the corner and think, oh, yeah, <laughs> premature. Yeah, yeah. You know, but breasts because of one simple thing, one simple little detail. The nipple. You could show me everything. You could show me the whole thing. And it's not illegal until and, the nipple comes out. Until that nipple comes out. And then you're just like, that's all I wanted. There you know, it is. Like, kaboom. Explosion. <laughs> and volcanoes. Here it is. Things are happening and, and inside. fountains are squirting everywhere. Right. <laughs> the imagery. Suddenly that, that oil machine is making so much more sense to me. See that bottle of moisturizer squeezed too hard? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you just... Uh, that, that's the, I don't know why that's that taboo. Did the band Pussy Riot have something to do with the Free the Nipple movement? Or they had something, something else. Remember those uh, girls? If there's a band called that, I'll be buying an album. You never, you, Pussy Riot. Yeah, Pussy. There was all. Was it the UK or where it was? But it was, they were huge. They went to jail. They're like free Pussy Riot. There was this whole thing. I forget how many years ago, but free Pussy, as in Pussy Riot. The the riot is free. No. Or like Freedom Four. No, it was Pussy Riot. Was the name of the band. I was asking if they had anything to do with the the free the nipple movement because they were coming out with like the black. Uh, the black uh, tape on their nipples and like marching the streets 
you gotta remember this. It was it, I don't watch the news at all, and I got I got a glimpse of this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more than possible. I, I, I'm uh, a Russian feminist protest punk rock group mm. based in Moscow, founded in. That's the one. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the one. They started it, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that they're that called them. Pussy, Pussy Riot. Riot. Feminist protest punk rock group. That's a that's a riot. Yeah, they were the ones that that, that pushed for that. That's funny. Well, dude, they were in jail for a little while because <laughs> they were out just protesting with their boobs out i don't think they're showing their nipples in prison <laughs> probably not uh but the, the, i mean that that's i can't that's the nuts and bolts of it man i just uh, i i feel they have a, a lot of the, a <laughs> lot of these things um that we're kind of forced to accept in society yeah and that, this is something i was watching um a guy give a, a south by southwest speech guy named um george hotz he's the guy who jailbreak the first iphone he also hacked the sony playstation 3 right. and stuff he gave he was giving a lecture on uh on simulation theory okay. um which you know he had a lot of really interesting points about it and um he said something critically he's like uh can you do you know how arrogant you have to be to be an atheist <laughs> it's true you have to be like super arrogant to believe and nothing at all. Right. You know? Um, so, um, yeah, I, I don't, I can't, I, n- I never could have classified, I, I've always had a problem, like, everybody's like, you're an atheist. I'm like, yeah, I never could classify as an atheist because I, I do believe there's something out there mm-hmm. or there's some something mm-hmm. coming down, but, I, you know. But he he was a really, inter- it was a really interesting deal and he was basically covering a lot of things, um, one of which was kind of the way that we look at societal norms. Um, and maybe it wasn't even him. Maybe it was a completely other person. I'm maybe I'm just pinning it to him because it was what I most recently watched. But it was one of these people that I saw who were talk who were basically coming out and saying, you know, you're born, your 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 gender, you're born, um, as a man or a woman, and there's, you know, physiological things that that make you a man or a woman, and obviously hormones drive a man, uh, to to be what we know as a man or drive a woman to to be what is known as a woman or whatever, but it's, it's an evolutionary thing. So all of, they're all constructs, right? Mm-hmm. They're societal constructs. Um, and it, it comes down to the, the, the ability to say, well, we could have gone on any number of paths. You know what I mean? It, 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 there's a, in an, in a parallel universe, there's, there's a very good chance that we all figured out that the closest way to get to God is, you know, look at the Old Testament, figure out what what it is that Adam and Eve shared, which was shame, you know, by covering themselves up with those fig leaves and just say, you know what, we're going to change society. We're going to do it our own way. Right. Um, and we're going to change that element. We're all just going to walk around naked. Clothes are stupid. You know what I mean? Or, or, or what makes a man a man? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aside from the animal instinct to procreate, um, with male or female, whatever he chooses, women on, on the on the vice versa side, um, you know why why do we as, assume certain things about men or women? Um, like women, why is a dress the best thing for a woman to wear? Why why is long hair better on a woman? You know what I mean? Or m- more common on a woman? And less common on a man. Why? Right. You know, 
just certain practices. And something came up in the podcast recently. It was like, why can't a man have a purse? Was was a problem with that? Right. It's a purse. What if man carried purses and women carried wallets? Like you know, what if you just reverse some of the things that we found to be the real common thing? Like, and that 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 to me falls under the same topic of what we're talking about. Like, it makes no sense to me uh, that in in if we had diverted at any point in time or if there was some sort of parallel universe where a revolution came about, you know, like the Bob bra burning and the feminist movements back in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, you know, where maybe men, it was like men had to wear shirts well, yeah, because well, of the hair that they had. Right. And exactly. women were like, what you, if it was because, uh, because we didn't, we pr- find we didn't hair, produce milk or anything like that. We it found was body, we, we find body hair offensive, right, okay. you know, like, because women mm. just don't have body hair like men do. So if you have back hair or chest hair or whatever, we find that offensive. Mm-hmm. So you must cover that up. You know, and there's a, a million ways to justify it for no reason, you right. know, and say, okay, let, we're justifying it because we, some group of people somewhere sometime said this is what's up and this is how it's going to be done. I think that's wrong. I, 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 I wish... There are so many of these things that we could desensitize ourselves to. I mean, I guess we could go back and way, way, way back and maybe find some sort of origin when things started going that route. And it had to do with maybe men just being turned on, taking women, raping women, just taking what they it can. Was par- I mean, it was par- <clears throat> parasols and boost. You know, pe- women I mean, had to wear those things that you men lace Men were wearing the robes. Back. They were wearing basically dresses years and years and years and years and years ago. Yeah, but look at, look at bathing. I think bathing suits are the best representation right Mm -hmm. so if you have ever have you ever you know like sharia law and all that stuff Mm -hmm. like if you've if you've ever gone to a public pool and seen like a a a muslim family Mm -hmm. you know you there's women that are walking around what looks like a bathing suit but they're like fully clothed all their arms their Mm -hmm. legs Mm -hmm. they're wearing their their hood but it's like a bathing suit right right and the men are just letting it all hang Hang out, Harry, ready, rolling, feeling right. good about it. Okay, right. Hey, that's their deal. That's what they say. But we're not that far. You know, Europe and Europe's most progressive, probably. Mm-hmm. But we're not that far evol- more evolved. You know, if you look at uh, you look at bathing suits back in the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. Right. You know, like men started off wearing. You ever see Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School? <laughs> Do the triple Lindy. That's right. I mean, the dude was wearing. A full blown like one, right, one, you one know, piece, uni, unitard or whatever, right, right. And you know, women had to wear hats, swim caps, right. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy. You know, bathing suits have gotten smaller on both men and women. It's interesting now that men's bathing suits seem to be getting longer, right? You know, yeah. And women's bathing suits are slowly morphing. Well, it's you don't see as many men walking around with thong bathing suits as you do women. <laughs> no, you don't. But back in the eighties, yeah, those really high thighed like bathing suits, yeah, yeah. your your, your pops wore. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back on that, I'm like, dude, that's now. I'm surprised it, I was ever born. That's with, in again. How your nuts were crushed? That's, oh, it is. Yeah, the short. You know, that it came with the tight pants. You know, the skinny jeans and the shorter swim shorts. I mean, that it's can going... you write your local congressman or something to have this <laughs> just this fad? Yeah. Go oh, on. I did make a comment uh, to my wife the other night, and I'm like, you know what? I want to thank God. If you're praying right now, can you do me a favor and slide in a good word for me and just say, God, I want to thank you 
uh, that there are no more douchebags wearing the Justin Bieber haircut. <laughs> Have you noticed that that yeah. fell off a cliff? Very like, quickly. Nobody's nobody's rocking the J-Beebs right. like, swoosh yeah. haircut anymore because it was like, oh, man, it was I, a blip. I, I'll never survive the photos. Oh, wow. The, you know, when I get older, because that was just a You had it. It was a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, I still look at that and I'm like, who, who was the stylist that came up with that horrible horrible they they used what they had to work with <laughs> they had a lot they could have just given him like a regular haircut right well, instead of like this yeah girl no, haircut it's, it's all about trend setting when you get someone with that kind of talent that early on mm-hmm. they just go out and be like all right let's let's change the clothing industry let's change the hair industry all with one music video. Wear your pants down off your ass. That's right. Don't even lace up your sneakers. <laughs> no, leave your tags on your hat. That's right. That was another one. And, <laughs> and never shoes. And never curve the bill. You want the bill of your hat nice to be flat. flat as paper. That's right. And like get blown off your head yep. in any type of, it, with a light breeze will blow your hair <laughs> and blow you right out of your fucking sneakers. <laughs> and, and keep it slightly to <laughs> and, the right. And fuck up your wooshy hairdo. There it is. I'd love to put that kid in a convertible <laughs> and see how he looked coming out. I bet it was worse than Trump. I mean, I bet it was like he had it all right. in place, and then it was just like, oh, man, how do I get it to go back? Yeah. Because those kids, every every time I saw them, they were like, oh, yeah. you know, like tilting their head to the side, like constantly, like, oh. I'm just like, and whipping does it? your neck hurt? They're whipping it, yeah. Do you do that? I mean, are you a 13-year-old girl? You think about Harry. Did you see Trump on the the Jimmy Fallon show? Oh, when origin, the original one where he, he was like, hey, can I put my hands in your hair? And he's like, oh, okay. And he let him do it for like two seconds. And I was like, okay, thanks about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have washed my hands. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. You know, it's glued in there some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I, I bet he was rubbing like straight up scalp. Right. Like, <laughs> like not even not even fine hair all the time. Right. Just like total, like a, like a baby's ass. Just underneath smooth, that mop yeah. of his just it, it, it like like that really paper thin skin that like you, the old people have at the old folks homes kind of moves yeah just kind yeah. of that with the with the wrinkles and you know maybe some weird mole yeah i would have totally been like all right we'll be right back after i get done washing hand my hands <laughs> yeah oh buddy that's good yeah that, that's good anyway stuff. nice tangent nice tangent Yo! Yeah.